Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello everyone and welcome to the Phantom Zone podcast in partnership with UK Film Review. My name is Chris Buick and today we're here to talk all about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the 28th, can you believe it, 28 films, 28th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and alongside me to talk all about the latest offering from the MCU, I have my Phantom Zone buddies, firstly we have Simone, hi Sim, how are you? I'm good thank you, hi hi. Good, good. And also, we have Mr. Ian Lunny. How are you, Ian? Hello, everybody. I like how I got a title before mine. I got like a Mr. Ian Lunny. We can maybe add a new one each year. Uh, each year, each episode, be like Master Ian Lunny. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll let your better half pick the title for the next uh, one. Just <laughs> as a treat. Um, um, so, yes, we are here to talk all about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I will be referring to it in its full title throughout the podcast, so bear that in mind. <laughs> um, I don't want to call it Doctor Strange, too. It just seems lazy. Yeah, um, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Um, but needless to say, we will be uh, getting into finer details of the film. So, if you haven't yet seen Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, this is uh, your spoiler warning. So, please go see the film and then come back and join us because um, we'll, be, we'll be really getting into it. Um, so, okay, spoiler warning's done. Okay, everyone's been warned. Um, warning. So we've all, warning. <laughs> yes, warning. We, should have, we should have a klaxon. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. Whoever is listening to this on their headphones, they're like, yeah, I'm turning this off now. That was awful. <laughs> Apologies on your commute. <laughs> um, so we've all seen the film within the last 24 hours, yep. I'm guessing. Yep. Yeah. And you two within the last 12 hours. Yep. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Just war pre- yeah, we were we were yeah we were in the cinema this time twelve hours yeah pre warning wow. to everybody Simone and I are sleep deprived so if it is a bit weird with the klaxons uh, we we uh, we might uh, not be on our A game but yeah <laughs> I, I mean I mean not to out you guys but you wanted the good seats in the IMAX right That's yeah why we went. Do you know what yeah, yeah we did yeah it was yeah not bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks, Ian. Um... <laughs> IMAX is great, though. It is a great experience. The biggest thing I got from last night with the IMAX was when we bought our popcorn. We usually get a large each when we go to like Picture House or something. But the IMAX popcorns, Jesus, they're huge. They're like giant. We couldn't finish one each. It was crazy. So if you go, a to... large is a large. A large is a literal large. So if anybody goes to IMAX, you can share one large. Don't be fooled. You can just get one large. I mean, before not to digress too much. Before we get into this, <laughs> but I, I always, I always find IMAX a bit of a false economy. I just think uh, it's. I, I like IMAX. I prefer it to 4DX. 4DX is just a sham for me. Oh, I've only done it once. Look at this guy. I yeah, I, 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 I just think. I think. Yeah, I went once, and that was to see the the last Jurassic World film. I can't oh, that's called. funny. You're gonna see the new Jurassic World sim in. In, in 4DX, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with my mate. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've never done 4DX before, so I don't know what to expect. Oh, what I would what I would say, though, is because the first 20 minutes of the, or 10, 15 minutes of the last Jurassic World film was all set in water, and I didn't know you could turn the water off, so I was soaked <laughs> in the first 15 minutes. And then had to spend... The rest of the film in an air conditioned cinema, freezing cold because I'm so, you know. And that's, that's how you got to me off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, just a word of warning, Sim, if that's what you are doing. <laughs> if, if you're going to see, I don't know, Avatar Way of the Water, which seems all in the world. Are we, I mean, are we doing like the entire breakdown of this seeing Doctor Strange? Because the trailers beforehand, Way of the Water, maybe we'll hold that for another episode, but ooh. <laughs> I mean, we can get into maybe towards the end if we have time, but I, I, I mean, I have a lot of comments on Avatar generally. We'll save it. We'll save it. Back yeah, on yeah. Zone next week. Tune in to our upcoming Phantom Zone podcast to yeah. hear what we think about it, <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so. Before we get into the nitty gritty mm. and the, the, the finer moments and details of the film, let's just get an idea of what we generally thought of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And I'm going to start with you, Simone. What did you think? Um. Well, <laughs> do, you, do, okay, do you want to many... explain your our rating systems, man? Because I think that's important. we've done it on the Phantom Zone, but explain it here. So we, 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 Ian and I have a, a rating system to prevent arguments um, where things are broadly. So we have broadly amazing broadly great, broadly good, broadly fine, broadly bad, and broadly terrible. I think... <laughs> Which somebody pointed out is just still, like, It's still a rating. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that Doctor Strange is either broadly fine or broadly bad. It's Ooh, in mm -hmm. between. It's in between there. And you're more um, broadly bad, right? I'm more broadly bad. Yeah. There were entire portions of the film that I did not enjoy. I... I Mm. The, I thought the dialogue was terrible. Um, some of the worst we've seen. Terrible parts, man. Um, well, there was just like like it's a safe like, place here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hold back. Opening, you know. That opening scene, um, mm. where uh, America and Doctor Strange are in the gap zone. Is it the gap zone? Yeah. Are we doing a synopsis for this, by the way? Should we do a like? Do we do a synopsis yeah, should, before I like we... start? Just like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you, yeah. I really didn't like the third act either. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you can tell we've slept well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so just, just yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, broadly bad. Yeah, maybe broadly fine. Mm. 
Depends which, how much sleep I've had. <laughs> which is, which, given the fact you finished watching this film about 10, nine hours ago, yeah. probably isn't a lot of sleep. No. But <laughs> yeah. Um, Ian, you, you have a synopsis for this film, right? <laughs> it's always my synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, let's compare it to the Wikipedia one yep, as we, we want to do. And we'll, see, we'll see how you go. All right. Okay. So this picks up, I think, generically after the end of Spider-Man. So I think a lot of people misunderstood. Mm. And I said this. I'm just going to say there's going to be a lot of in this review of me going, I said this would happen. Um, and Simone can you just t- love being right. I do love you being right. Love, he loves being right. It's like I was right. I was, was so smug. smug in the cinema. I was so, so smug, smug after it finished. I was eating my popcorn, which I hadn't finished because it was huge. I was so smug because I got a lot of this film like bang on. But it's generically after I think Spider Man, Where's My Home, No Way Home, Where Am I? It's generically after that because it doesn't specify specifically what time. It also is not directly linked to what happened there either. So don't be fooled and think, oh, yeah, this is going to be like a direct carry on from that, which I think some people thought. Doctor Strange um, stumbles upon a girl who has powers that can allow her to go through the multiverse. But unbeknownst to him, her powers are wanted by some evil forces, perhaps ones we thought that were friends. We are doing spoilers, so I don't know why I'm being so coy with it, but it is synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a synopsis. I don't need to go into detail. Um, And uh, that ejects us into a rip-roaring adventure across the multiverse that turns out only to be a couple of them. And then we have to deal with Wanda being a bit mad. I feel like it started strong, that synopsis, and then just trailed off. (laughs) I think you generally cover most of it, yeah. Yeah. I think that this is probably going to be the time that Wikipedia wins. Yeah, that wasn't great. (laughs) But it's okay, you're two up. I'm two up. It's it's currently 2-1 to you, Ian. Okay, all right, okay. Have that, Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My feelings on the film, I think, are similar to Simone's, actually. Uh, I was broadly... I think I'm broadly fine, more than broadly bad. But when I woke up, this morning from the little sleep that I have had I was maybe sitting more on the broadly bad scale because some of the things I liked in the film I actually have ended up having issues with as well Um, Mm. but I think those are specifically to do with me being quite into comic books and I felt like things were mishandled Um, you know I think if we are doing spoiler talk and, and, and breaking stuff down a little bit obviously we'll go through it but I think this film we i was worried beforehand as we we said on the previous phantom zone episode go listen to it uh is that i felt this was maybe going to be an exercise on references and i think the biggest stuff that was good in this were the references to stuff and i think there's not just in the mcu there's references to other film franchises just in homages and stuff and i'm sure chris is a sam raimi fan like i am there were bits when we were like evil dead that's like the evil mm-hmm. dead um so that was all great but then there was a lot of stuff like Sam was saying like the dialogue the things that weren't quintessentially sam raimi horror stuff that i just thought was very like boring at points very badly handled i also felt for a film of its budget it didn't look good at all like the cgi was really bad at points where you could see the outline around people 
which I know is me being, people might go, oh, you're being pernickety. It's a comic book, but you compare it to Infinity War, which looks fantastic. Mm. Yeah. There were points where I was genuinely like, who did this? Who did the CGI for this? This is really not great. Um, so yeah, broadly fine. I know that sounds more broadly bad, but at the moment I'm sitting on a broadly fine, probably like in the middle of that. What did you think, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of, I'm, I'm tempted to agree. I, I'm probably sitting on the broadly fine um, end of the, I say end, middle of the spectrum. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the whole point. <laughs> it's this literally thing is so broad that we have a breakdown. I like it. I, I think it's, it's, it's equal parts, non-committal, equal parts, detailed. you know, detailed. <laughs> um, um, I, th- I, th- I feel like, for me, and when you look at any aspect of the film, it either landed on it, I really, really liked it, or I really, really didn't like mm. it. There's not, There was nothing for me that kind of hit the middle. Mm. I was just kind of always like, yep, yeah, or nope. Yeah. And that was it. You know, I didn't really have a point of going, yeah, okay, it's fine. Um, Like, of the, the Sam Raimi-ness of it all, mm-hmm. really liked all that. The horror element that really dialed into, really wish it could have pushed it a bit more, but I do understand it's a Marvel film at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So um, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I agree. The writing, the just general marvelness of it mm. which i know sounds a bit weird but it just seems and, and no, i get what this, you mean there's something we've said this bef- that. yeah we've said about this on other mm-hmm. episodes um the formulaic nature yes. that of marvel that is, oh. is so it's i mean it's evident in a lot of recent marvel films but you kind of let it go to a point where you go, okay, there's still Marvel films. They need to hit certain notes to get to certain points, but you could really see the wheels turning in this one, trying to do things mm. and trying to get things to a point and go, oh, this and this and this. And oh, do you remember all that stuff, which has happened over the last 28 films? And I feel like, yeah, we know all that stuff. That's what we've watched the 28 films. You need to keep pointing out the stuff we already know that's happened. And it was just certain things. I was just like, why are you doing this mm-hmm. and why have you done it this way? And I, and while I had, yeah, and I agree, while I had fun watching them jump through dimensions, it wasn't the best looking Marvel film no. I've seen mm-hmm. either. So yeah, very much a mixed bag. I was underwhelmed because I think we said on the, when on the last Phantom Zone episode, go back and listen. Um, we, um, I think we had high higher hopes for you this. Two I think did. Yes. You Simone did. and I did. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And that's yeah. why I feel like I feel like, <laughs> I feel like oh genuinely, I feel like the trailer yeah. was just it completely misrepresents what the film is. Yeah. Mm. I completely, completely agree with you. I, I thought they yeah. were gonna be jumping through dimensions. I'm pretty sure I mean I haven't watched the trailer in a while, but doesn't it say Doctor Strange you have to pay for your Yeah, there's a lot of crimes. dialogue that isn't like, in the film why why would marvel you are guilty of that in the past though and i think misleading that, I, I think that's a bad no, thing no it though. is in the film it is in the when film when does he say that but it's it's not well no when, do, when does he our say doctor that? strange it's not our doctor strange it's when they look back oh, at the other doctor strange right, so it's a complete right. mis it's a complete misrepresentation yeah. we think it's our yeah, doctor you're strange right, you're right. why would you put that in the trailer yeah, I think like don't just lie to me. Yeah, to get I me think in the, the trailer is a big problem with it because we we were saying this. We had to stop talking about it at points this morning and in the car on the way back because we didn't want to like digress, or, like talk about all of it before we did this. But I was saying, and, and Simone and I both think that like that trailer just really doesn't show what this film really is because mm-hmm. it, it, it it it. I even think like the way it sets it up 
as Simone was saying, is like the Illuminati, for example, which we're going straight into this. We're just going to get right into the gritty of it. The Illuminati in it, in the trailer, I almost felt like it was a multiverse group. It was a group that was from throughout the multiverse. And I know that like they didn't explicitly say that, but I think the implication was there because it looked like, as you were saying this morning, Simone, that it looked like Doctor Strange had done something that caused like the universes to like bend and stuff. Like you were talking about the one with the broken city in it and stuff. Um, yeah. And the, I thought the Illuminati were going to be like, ah, you, you, you messed it up, uh, Strange. But instead, it, they weren't that. And I actually feel like they were wasted to be in a film just for the the references. I, I actually, although the references are great, yeah, it, th- yeah. what a waste. What a waste. Because mm-hmm. in the comics, the Illuminati are a big deal. And particularly for what they're setting up. Man, I'm going to go on a rant here a bit. But, the, but they're, <laughs> they're setting up secret wars and they're setting up the end of time where universes start to crash into each other. And that's when we got like the good stuff from the ultimate universe, Miles Morales, in our universe now in 616 universe in the comic books. And the weird stuff that we didn't want was cut out. So they're setting up this universe wide event, the multiverse, not to be confused with Kang, because Kang's due to timelines, but I imagine he'll have something to do with this as well. Mm. But they're setting all this up. They talk about incursions and stuff which is what that is, okay? But in the comic books, the Illuminati are like, if my memory serves me right, Billy, it's been a while since I've read Secret Wars, but they're destroying other universes to prevent them from destroying the the one they're in. And the Illuminati have done other stuff. They've sent Hulk off world and things. And they're a really powerful, powerful group. And they think they're right because they are the smartest people, but in actual fact, they may not be doing the right thing. And to just use them as like, oh, it's a group similar to the Avengers, but in this universe for references of like, oh, there's, and there's stuff that I liked in it. And I will talk about those things, but I think now if there is another Illuminati that we see, the excitement of that has now gone because they showed it all here. If it turns up in our universe, it'll be like, oh yeah, there's that thing from the multiverse madness. Whereas if they had held it back, or done it in the way that the trailer made it look like, I would have preferred it. Sam, do you agree on the Illuminati sort of segments of the film? Um, for me, it was it was a it was a real high point, um, and then a real low point. Um, <laughs> oh, it kind of, oh. I was I was a roller coaster of emotion. It was a oh, really it really went off a day. Um, well, yeah, because like um, obviously. Am I, are we saving this for like a later portion? Can I just go? I, mean, I feel like we're here now. Like, don't, here. Simone, don't question yourself. Go with your <laughs> <laughs> So seeing like um, uh, Captain Carter, seeing, uh, uh, L- L- uh, what's her name? Uh, the girl from... Oh man, you really oh, are tired. You you <laughs> You're great with names. I'm I'm the one who can't remember names. Lissana Lynch. That's the one, Lissana. Yeah, like Thank as, God Chris as is Miss here. Marvel. That was amazing. Mm. And then yeah. my man, John Krasinski. That was great. As, oh my god. Actually audibly so like good. when I shouted when I saw that. That was awesome. It was like, like we, we did we also, did scream I'm, in the Sorry Simone, you're also forgetting one of my favorite characters in comic oh, book yeah. history. Black Agar Baltagon. <laughs> and I'm also real I'm so happy that they actually said his full name because it is ridiculous. Black Bolt's real name is Black Agar Baltagon. The name that his so mother gave that... him, his full name. <laughs> it, 
Is is it the weirdest name in the Marvel universe? No, I'm sure, I can find other ones, but I love. I it. mean, I mean, it follows it follows the alliteration pattern that most Marvel <laughs> characters have. So you know, yeah, that, that uh, whole scene, and then obviously mm. you know, uh, <laughs> you get Picard comes out. Oh yeah, no, right, sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys, I, I jump the shark with telling that that line. So when the trailer was out. We were watching the trailer, and I said to Simone, oh, Patrick Stewart's in it. And Simone was like, leant forward, really excitement in her eyes. That's John Luke Picard. And I was like, no, no it's Professor X. And she was like, oh, oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, look, I work 12-hour days. I work really long hours, okay? And so in my head, when you say... Patrick, St- my instant mind, my mind went straight to, oh, my God, they're doing like a... Star, Star Trek, Star Trek um, Star Wars as well. <laughs> They're doing a Star Trek crossover. Oh my god, this is like unprecedented. You know what? I I might have enjoyed that more. Yes, than I that, said that, this. <laughs> if they said actually he comes out and he's and he just it says it's make it so, I'd be like, yep. All right, this film is broadly awesome. How amazing <laughs> would that have been? And I stand by that. I stand. In like I just kept saying that as he was like wheeling around, I was like, it's, it's, it's Picard. Picard. <laughs> Picard. It's Picard. It's Picard. But yeah, so it was really that that was great. And obviously Oh, the music as well. The music was amazing and like everybody oh. in the cinema. Because like I, that's that's the one thing about going to see a a Marvel movie in the IMAX, like quite close to the release. It's just it's filled with nerds. Yeah. And so great. people were cheering, people were applauding, like it was great. Mm. And then Yeah. <laughs> Everything and else then, that followed was just yeah. like crash and burn. Bring the ambulance I think out. Yeah, I think their death scenes rubbish. Like I genuinely like. I'm not saying it looked rubbish. I think actually, you know, her getting rid of Blackagar Baltagons, which I'm now going to call him that forever. That he is officially in the universe called that. But um, Blackagar Baltagons' mouth being removed and his head exploding. Great, great death, reference. Cool. Great reference to the metrics, as you pointed out. Matrix, matrix. matrix. <laughs> w- words have lost all meaning. But the uh, the the that death, yeah, great. I but again, it just feels wasted. Also, Mister Fantastic being like he's the smartest man on the planet. Like that's who he is in the comics as well. Him standing at the front, and he's just seen Blackagar Baltagon's mouth get removed by this crazy woman who's trying to get her kids. Um. He just decides to be elastic and just move his hand towards her, like that's going to do something. I'm like, you're meant to be smart, you know. That's <laughs> you're, you're, you're meant yeah. to be smart. Why are you trying to grab her with your rubber hands? <laughs> Why like... isn't Captain Marvel up front? Why yeah. are you trying to stretch Armstrong? This like it's clearly outside of your remit. <laughs> I, you know, I completely agree with both of you. I think for me, I was like, oh my god, look, you've got Peggy Carter, you've got the new a new Captain Marvel, Maria Rambo mm. in there, and then John Krasinski, what a handsome man oh, he is! Always. And oh god, <laughs> and I was just like, fine, because because obviously the casting for Mister Fantastic, he'd been rumored for ages, and I thought, oh yes, finally, and then it just sort of went. If I could use an analogy, it's like someone wheeled out a birthday cake, and just as you're about to blow out the candles, they just basically. S- Flung it off the table and went, no kid for you. <laughs> and I was just like, what? And it was just like completely despair. I was just like, it's what just a, a waste. It was a waste. Yeah. It was a complete waste of that moment. And I'm sorry, I love Patrick Stewart as Picard or Professor <laughs> um, 
but I just feel like he was wheeled out for a hey guys, exactly. remember this guy? Ah, and he's gone. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, and it's just like okay, well, is this? And it might be in six films time or three films time or whenever we'll go. Oh yeah, that paid off. It was totally worth it. But I don't really see it. But. I feel like it was half-baked. Yeah, it, uh, well, you said this morning, Simone, wasn't it? It was like you felt it was uh, a writer trying to get themselves out of a hole. Like they've introduced Yeah, they've introduced like... these characters and it's like, oh, this is great. Oh, crap. What am I going to do with these guys now? Like they need to, they, I need to make them disappear. Go. Ah, kill them. Yeah. Just kill them. Let's just kill them. Let's just kill them. It's cool. And it's, oh, yeah. It was... it, and it's, yeah. And I think it, it may pay off, but that doesn't make a good film having references that will then pay off later on or references to previous films does not make a good film. Like, it, it, if anything, that frustrates me more and that's exactly why I'm smug because I thought this was going to be the case. Like, I, especially from the trailer, Kevin Feige was right because he said it spoiled too much. When I saw Picard being rolled out <laughs> and he was like saying, you know, oh, what Doctor Strange is he going to be? I was like, they've shown us too much. They've shown us too much about that. Because the film also has nothing to do with them, really. Like, they're just kind of in it for 10 minutes. The film is more an extension of WandaVision. And hmm. where the... That's another... Where's Vision? Where's he in this? <laughs> he, he was like, What's... he took one look at her. I was like, crazy. <laughs> I'm out. No. Nope. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Like where where was he in the eight eight three universe? Where was he? Like he must have been there for them to physically have children. Like, because I mean, the whole point of one division is her grief around losing yeah. vision, and obviously the whole point of this film is her grief about her children. But surely she's is she, is she just over vision? She's like, I only care about <laughs> yeah. finding a universe where well, I have I... children. Maybe not. If there are infinite universes, why not have one where she goes has vision and the children? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about vision? Who cares about eyes? Oh, fine, he's he's a waste man. I don't need him. I'm sorry, <laughs> Paul, Paul. Paul Bettany hasn't signed his contract in this universe, so we can't have him. Um. Like, I genuinely, I just kept screaming that the, where the hell is it? I actually think, although it's Elizabeth Olsen, isn't it, who plays? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, her performance is great. And I don't think there's any. She is great. Yeah, there's nobody in this I go, barring the kid who plays America. There's nobody's performance in this I would say mm. is terrible, barring hers. But the. the I mean, the two kids, her two kids. Oh, are yeah, they were awful, bad. weren't they? They were real yeah. bad. Mommy, Sing the song. Mommy. <laughs> Oh, let's sing the song. Boy, good kids get ice cream. I'd, if I was there, I'd be like, "Ah, oh, you're dead. I don't, you're annoying. It's, get out of here. I'll go to another universe. This is rubbish." Um, but like when I when I've lost my train of thought, what was I saying? Um, yeah. So with with it, Elizabeth Olsen's great, but I think they did the Scarlet Witch's character wrong as well. Like they did her dirty basically because we were again. Maybe I need to rewatch WandaVision. But as you said, WandaVision was about her dealing with the grief of Vision and the fact she had to rip out the stone from him. And in this film, they talk about that once, literally once. Mm. And I just felt they just made her such a one-dimensional character when they had done a lot of work in WandaVision to make her not one-dimensional. Mm. And I'm not the biggest fan of WandaVision. I think the end of WandaVision kind of lets it down, but I know there was like issues mm -hmm. with like filming due to COVID and stuff. So I'm forgiving of WandaVision. The first half is very good. Second half, so-so. But mm -hmm. they did a lot to make her genuinely like more interesting than she was in say Age of Ultron, where I found her very just boring as a character. And mm. I just think about where she was from Age of Ultron 
then Civil War, then this, then um, not this, then Infinity War and all the other stuff where we had a development of her and Vision's relationship, which was very tender and very caring. And I think they did a really good job. This, they just made her like, yeah, she's just super evil because she's the Scarlet Witch. And I was like, oh. It does seem like a step back for her character. And I agree, her performance is great in it, but she's basically, she's doing the best with what she's got. And I just feel like it's a bit, like I say, she suddenly just forgot about Vision. I just like... Yeah, we all he's, men- he's, men- he's mentioned twice in the film, at the very beginning and at the very <laughs> end. And I'm just like, he's the ma- he's the whole her reason for being, how, you know? He's, how did you know? 883 have kids without vision and they look like awesome oh man now this is starting to now this is unraveling so (laughs) right okay no way home where's my home right the peter parkers don't look the same none of them look the same because it's peter parkers from another film right why do her kids look exactly the same why does she look exactly the same but then the people on the count what i now i'm really thinking about what who, don't think how, about it how, too much don't do it but why are the kids vision must be there somewhere yeah. he has to be in that I'm universe telling you, he ran he ran <laughs> it doesn't in, every, in every universe, every universe realized, like, this nope. is not <laughs> i'm out i'm out this is not this is not for me Oh. No, but it, it really did. Like her character, like they did do her so dirty. Like I really felt like you know that moment um, where Professor X goes into her mind, and yeah. he goes through the door, and there's like the the remnants. Supposed to be like the remnants of a house that's crumbled. And it's the one from her um, in Wonder Vision yeah. from uh, Sokovia. And she's sort of she reaches out, and it's it's Wanda, and she's like, you know, help me. Mm. I thought. You know, it would have been really great if they'd done more with that of the battle mm. between the Scarlet Witch and Wanda. Scarlet Witch, you know, the, the, the struggle in her mind to obviously she's got the dark hold and it's taking over, but also mm. she's 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 a powerful person, so like she's still there. She's just trapped, and her trying to come out. I would have loved to have seen more of that, but they were just like, nope, she's just evil just and, and jump evil. scare, jump scare out of the mist break his neck i thought it would have been really good as well as sim was saying there's like that inner uh, battle instead of a red smoke coming in elizabeth olsen's like holding him being like help me what if the scarlet witch came out of the shadows and pulled him in i was so waiting for that i was like it was set up so perfectly for him to do that yeah. and i just don't know why it didn't happen and instead it was they very... just did a cloud which then went Bang! And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I, I thought that they were going to do because Wanda was um, under the house and it was like it was crumbling even further. I thought it was going to be like a proper horror moment where it collapses and like he pulls her arm out or something. And I was like, mm. either way would have been really cool to see. Yeah, both are better than but that. But we didn't we didn't yeah. get that. It was just like, nah. <laughs> but but on the, on the I guess on the topic of the horror aspects of this, because I think, well, some people have called this an out-and-out Marvel's first out-and-out horror, which nah. I don't think is an out-and-out horror, but it's definitely more of a horror, the, the most horror-driven thing they've done. Mm. Um, what do we think about the horror aspects of the film? Because obviously Sam Raimi, who is master of horror, mm. um, what do we think generally about his directing, the kind of horror aspects, those kind of things? Because I feel like for me, as much as we we've talked about the things that don't work in this film. I do feel like this might be the first MCU films where I really felt the stamp of a director on it. Mm. Um, To a degree, it's still, 
has to be reined in a bit because it's a Marvel film. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for me, it definitely had a Sam Raimi-ness to it, oh, totally. which I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that, Simone? Yeah, I think that's that's completely fair to say. Like it the the references the horror references um it is the it is definitely the darkest film that we've had um which is in also an issue i've been having with marvel of some of the films being quite scary but they're still kind of marketing marketing them towards children and it's like i mm. couldn't take my youngest cousin who i take to the cinema to go see this film like he would have nightmares mm-hmm. and it was the same problem i had with um <clears throat> no way home no way home was uh no far from home sorry far from home was way too long and really dark towards the end and he got a bit scared and also a bit tired um so it's like who who are these films for and it is a 12a so it is it's it is a they're trying to keep you know the the, the child market there um mm-hmm. but yeah yeah it was it was it was quite dark mm yeah, yeah. i think it it is good is good. Yeah, I'm not so saying I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm, I'm not saying gonna... it's bad. <laughs> I'm gonna say my opinion. Now. No. <laughs> like, um, speak quiet. No, it, yeah, silence, Summer. Silence, no, I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> um, just a look in on our home lives. No, I'm just... <laughs> but the 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 horror is good, and like one of the best bits I felt was when she's possessing uh, her eight eight three self. And they've kept the picture moves and stuff, and that was good. I liked that. I thought it was going to do more with that, and then she just kind of mm. gets possessed, and then it's like, okay. Um, but and I think that's the bit that you're kind of alluding to there, Chris, where it's like they could have done more. The bits we get are good, but then Marvel kind of creeps in and goes, no, 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 you can't go too far with that. Yeah, like, you can't mm-hmm. have Elizabeth Olsen like having a real like demonic possession or something like that. You can be creepy with it, but don't do do too much. Um. But I agree with Simone that I think it's, I don't know whose audience that was for the horror stuff because it does pull back to the Marvel, like, you know, formulaic stuff, as we've mentioned. But then it also is quite creepy in places. Like when she, again, another reference, when she climbs through the mirror, that's very much like the ring. And she's like crawling through. Again, not the best CGI. Ring did it better like decades ago. But it, it, it still is very creepy. Um, also when she's like killing those people over and over again it, with, yeah. with Wong I was like wow that's that's really messed up it, it goes to dark places yeah, yeah. I was like that's especially for a kids film that's a bit I mean I'm fine with this but this I don't know who this is for you know yeah, um, I, yeah, yeah, I know because you're never gonna you're never gonna get a, a 15 rated no. um, Marvel film so I think this will be I guess this is this would push the higher end of a 12a Mm. And I think that's as high as they probably go. I don't see them ever pushing it further than this, mm. which is kind of a shame because, yeah. But I do get obviously why you can't do that because mm. it's a Marvel film. You've got an audience, and you've got especially a younger audience that you need to cater to. Mm-hmm. But I do think at times, like even me and my wife are looking at each other, going, "Well, that's a bit much." <laughs> yeah, for, yeah you know, that bit was like, particularly like, "Woof." I mean, I've obviously, I mean, I'm sure the three of us have watched weird uh, more horrific mm. things or oh, horror yeah, totally. driven things yeah. but not in this kind of you know environment in this kind of what we're used to from marvel yeah. and then when to, you get some of those bits like some of the bits when she comes when she's chasing them through the tunnels and that that bit and she's possessed her alternate self mm. some of those bits are really quite harrowing mm. to like creepy yeah. to watch she's got the blood on her face mm. she's completely drenched in it it's not 
it's not lighthearted no, in any that, sense. That but... scene is very, although there is a bit in that scene I don't like, but that that bit where she's running after them. And she's or... almost zombie-like. Like she's, her feet yeah, I was about up, to say, so it's like a zombie. She can't walk properly. It's... Yeah. Which is a cool oh, reference she... for us, but it is a bit like, well, who's this for then? And yeah. I, the one thing I'd say about that scene, which both Simone and I were like, again, it's something we didn't like. One, this is me being pernickety, but if you're a full-grown adult without cut feet, you should be outrunning somebody with cut feet in no time. <laughs> like, they, not, like, I'm sorry. I know it's me. This is just me with films. And it's why I love horror films. I'm a big horror fan. And, you know, we have a new horror uh, podcast out, The Scream Test. And I can't wait to go on it to talk about horror because I love it. But that's one thing in horror films that I get really annoyed with, the cliches of like, you know oh we can't outrun a zombie like and that's why you know the original zombie films with george romero's are really good because it's not really about outrunning them it's just about like you know this mass that's coming for you or even it follows which is a really great modern horror film where the thing's just walking after you and it will eventually get there with mm. like it's so cliche to have them oh we just can't keep out of pace with this woman who's got all her feet cut up and stuff oh my god and then when the door closed, like I'm not saying it's filmed very well and she looks really creepy and that is done well, but I was just a bit like, that's a bit cliched. The bigger cliche though was when the door closed and they stopped running. And turned- Oh yeah, it was really like, annoyed me. What? And then she just appeared like, hey, like <laughs> another jump scare. I was like, it didn't even make me jump. I was just like, that's going to happen. And then it happened. And I was like, that's rubbish. I was like, she's blasted through four of these doors with yeah. no issue. Why has she suddenly stopped to the last door? Yeah. I was like, this makes no sense. Also, if she, <laughs> why did they stop? If she hasn't blasted through, exactly. Why did you stop? Keep going. Oh, we fight. she's finally figured out this door doesn't work. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. Maybe this one will hold her. We'll wait for this one and we'll see. We'll see? Shall yeah. we see? Like, oh, no, she's behind so- you. Oh! No, <laughs> like, I just, uh, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I feel like for me, this this if I this film would have been great if it hadn't been tied to the MCU and it could have been just given mm. let off the let off the reins a bit more for Sam Raimi to make a kind of film with the same kind of idea of this possessed you know witch type person mm. chasing someone, but it's just so bogged down by everything else around it yeah. that it just doesn't really take off no, properly no. um i'm going to try and bring things around to positive <laughs> note and talk about and talk about no, something we will continue no. to be negative <laughs> everything is terrible the world is a nightmare no, I'm just... <laughs> is is were there any moments that we really enjoyed really liked that we thought yeah that's really good i'm really glad what they did there um mm. i'll go through oh Simone? don't stop me don't start with me. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What did I really what like? Did we like? What did I what like? Did I like? <laughs> what was good in this? Do you know what wasn't good? <laughs> when she got to the when she got to the tomb, and then she was like, "It's not a tomb." It's a throne. It's a throne. I was like, <laughs> get out. Get, get out. trying to be positive here, Ian. Um, what's um, Chris? Out of interest, whilst we're thinking about bits that we liked. Did we like it? What did you like, Chris? What, what's, what's what, your... what did what did you like? And also, before the podcast started, because me and Chris have been doing this for a year together, and Simone's joined us recently. But Simone's known me for a while as well. We've been together. Um, so, what bits did you said beforehand? There were bits that you thought I was going to hate. 
Uh, the the door bit, so the bit where the door is closed, and then for some reason she stopped to the last one. Yeah. I knew you wouldn't like that bit, because um, I, I and it's got my um, really hated it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> although I will say, I kept look, I kept waiting for Tom Cruise's cameo as Toy oh, Story. It never happened. I was so, so disappointed. I'm going to call you out on that one because you were oh. like, you were. I wouldn't say you were adamant, but you were fairly certain. You know yeah, he was like, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I was like, I was credits, nothing. He's not in it. Do you know what? (laughs) Massively disappointed though. Like genuinely, like the the Illuminati. Ah, with the Illuminati was so disappointing (laughs) because if it had been a multi-dimensional like group, which was kind of teased in the trailer, then you could have had Tom Cruise as Iron Man and then kill him off. Maybe he makes the sacrifice to hold her back whilst the rest of the Illuminati get back to their own universes. Also, we had a trailer for Top Gun Maverick beforehand, so I was even more like, he's going to be in this because his film's before this. By the way, that doesn't look that bad. Probably going to... I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that was a high point of the film. The trailer for Top Gun. (laughs) trailer for Top Gun. I mean, I only watched Top Gun for the first time like two months ago. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's so easy, but I love it. It's great. (laughs) I love as well. The trailer just looks like the exact same film. They've got the volleyball scene, which is great. They've got him being an awesome pilot. I'm like, they haven't. They know not to break the wheel. Also, how much does Miles Teller look like Goose? I couldn't. I I was shocked that that was Miles Teller. Yeah, I know. So was I. I was like, Jesus, he's got the mustache and everything. (laughs) Yeah, he looks good. He looks good. Um, but yeah, I, I I was very disappointed he wasn't in this because I could it would have been so like because he was meant to be Iron Man and it would have been like mm. we kind of had that moment with John because uh, Krasinski. What's his? Thank you very much. Krasinski. What's his name in the office? Jim. Jim. I'm just gonna call him Jim. Uh, no, <laughs> um, like that we had that moment because obviously he's been fan casting for Fantastic Four for a long time, like a long time, which is great. And he would be amazing. Get Emily Blunt in. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style as well like that would be Mm. awesome my concern now is that it's one and done he's dead because also they've not defined whether people look exactly the same in different multiverses even though peter parker didn't in his but then in this one elizabeth olsen and her kids do but then everybody else doesn't and i'm like who what and then his wife Uh, does uh, what and why does benedict Cumberbatch doctor strange in every single you look the same they all look the same and also like bloody um his partner what's her name oh uh christine yeah christine who plays her 
Rachel, Rachel McAdams. McAdams. She's also been in four films with partners who have some sort of timey wimey like interdimensional <laughs> thing. I'm just saying. She's got a bit of a she's getting a bit of a typecast here where she's in timey wimey stuff. The other three obviously romantic comedies, but this one, a little bit of a different edge to it. Could be I, can only think of, I can only think of two, which are it, about time and time travelers. Uh, Midnight in Paris. Oh yeah, I haven't seen oh, that. Yeah, it's so good. good. Beautiful. So good. so good. So good. Better than this. Uh but <laughs> the, the 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 thing with that is like so there so we have no definition of whether they're all going to look the same they don't look the same maybe i'm thinking about it too maybe much, but, it's because okay. we only went to a few like it's supposed to be two. We, we went to we, two. Went, to a, we <laughs> went to a handful of multiverse of of other universes did we even go to a handful i think we only we went through some as they fell which they should which... have stopped in oh my goodness yeah the cartoon one would have been cool wouldn't it even just oh, for a yeah. little bit, like even yeah, like... maybe you meet animated Spider-Man. That would have been cool. Or like the that paint really one, cool. you know, you stop in the paint one, and you're like ah, oh, and then they move again. Like yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. So they only actually really go to two, which is six one six, which is their own, and eight eight three. Which but again, eight eight three, they just decimate that universe and then just leave. Like they're like ah, it's fine. They yeah, destroy their, their mightiest again. heroes are wiped out. Yeah, they're all just dead. <laughs> Who aren't very smart. You're not gonna beat a witch with rubber yeah, hands. Like it does make you think. If they are your mightiest heroes, how have you come this far? Yeah, it's... <laughs> not well. I can see why Thanos, why he had to go to that book to try and beat Thanos, because yeah, not great. Um, wow. But with that, with John, uh, that was that moment where we had him being like, he's fan casting. We wanted him to be that for a long time. I'm now really worried. We're never gonna see that again, which is a real shame. Um, but you could have done all of them like that. So you could have had him, you could have had Iron Man, because Iron Man is in the uh, Illuminati as well. Um, you could have had uh, Captain Carter, you could have had Professor X, Blackagar Boltagon, and they could have all been from other universes. I'm not saying that like Captain Marvel's one was a reference that I didn't enjoy, like cool, but there wasn't. I wasn't like begging for fan casting for her to be Captain Marvel. That's not something I was like, oh, I really need that. Whereas Tom Cruise as Iron Man, I'm not saying I really needed it, but it's something that everybody knew was going to happen at one point and then it didn't. So if it happened in this, would have been awesome. It would have been like genuinely like, you know what? The rest of this film is rubbish, but at least Tom Cruise <laughs> is in as Iron Man. I'm in for this, you know? Ian, the question um, was, what were your high points of the film? Not what were the high <laughs> points you wanted in the film that didn't happen? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it, damn it. I wanted Vision in there as well. Where was Vision? <laughs> The high point was we've already established the high point was the Top Gun Maverick trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely wasn't way of the water, I'll tell you that. That's Jesus sure. Christ. Where <laughs> Avatar. The sequels no one asked for yeah. or wanted. Do you know what you sat there and Simone was like, There's only gonna be three and I was like, No, no, there's gonna be more and then this guy next to us, Simone was like, No, you sure? And this guy next to us went, There's meant to be five. There's meant to be five. Simone was like, Five <laughs> Genuinely, at the rate they're releasing them, we'll all be dead. Everyone will be dead. We'll, we'll all be long gone from this world by the time they're all out. The water will get it. That's the way of the water. <laughs> yeah, but James Cameron's going to find a way for you still to have to watch it. <laughs> um, In VR on your deathbed. My, like, oh! You know what? The, my wife turned to me and said, I'd quite like to watch the first one. I was like, oh. <laughs> No, you don't. No, you Do don't. I? Do I have to? Oh, anyway. Things I like. Um... <laughs> Did we establish what Chris likes? 
Oh yeah, what did you like? Oh Chris, actually, before you tell us what you liked, because nobody cares. No, I'm joking. (laughs) 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 No, did you actually? There was something both me and Simone actually wanted to ask you. Genuinely, this was a bit Mm. of the film we didn't get, and I hope you did. When eight eight three Scarlet Witch sees six one six Scarlet Witch, she says something to her. I, me and Simone did not catch what she said, and the guy next to us who told us about the five i also saw him being like what like did you hear what she said at what moment is that it's when she's come in the kids she's uh, um america's punched the uh dimension open and um she's her kids have now well not her kids a eight freeze kids have seen um the scarlet witch scarlet witch uh being uh evil and maligniacal and like destroying stuff and attacks their mum throws her to the side. Then they run away to the stairs with fantastic acting, by the way. The horror on their faces, I really believed it. They ran over and uh, that was sarcasm. <laughs> went over uh, and then she starts crying because she's realised the kids hate her because she's a monster. And then 88 Freeze stands up and the kids are like, no, mum, don't stand up. And it was all terrible acting. She then comes over and says something to her. And then the universe closes. And it, it seemed like it should have been a really important thing she said. She kind of mumbled it, I'm not going to lie to you. She mumbled, yeah. I don't... Uh, no, I, I didn't... I don't think I caught it either, oh. to be honest. I can't remember. Well, write that. in I if just, you know. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if, if anyone knows, <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> maybe, it'll, maybe it'll bring um, them together. Maybe that's like the... Oh, yeah. Oh, could you oh. imagine? <laughs> imagine it was that crucial line. Could you imagine? Oh. It's like this really amazing dialogue. This film is actually Oscar worthy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, Chris, what were your uh, high points? Um, like I said, I really like... I, I did kind of like direction of it. I feel like... I felt like Sam Raimi was allowed to be as Sam Raimi as he was, as he probably could have been within the confines of a Marvel film. Um, obviously, I would have loved it more, but I understand that's not possible. It's the kind of thing that makes me always wish they'd let Edgar Wright do Ant Man because I feel like I'd have loved to have seen that Edgar Wright type film. Um, but he obviously left because he wasn't allowed to be Edgar Wright. Um, mm. So it's nice to see that maybe Marvel are kind of letting their directors be a bit more of themselves. Mm. Um, I think some of the performances are great. I think uh, Elizabeth Olsen, given she does really well with what she has, which isn't a lot, but and her story doesn't make complete sense, but she's good, she's good in it. And um, Wong's pretty good. He steals the scene in pretty much everything he's in. Um, I must say that's kind of where it ends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did like the dimension jumping aspect of it. I, I thought it was fun and I thought some of the visuals were great, but it just wasn't, I didn't look at it and go, wow, this is the most impressive Marvel film I've seen of the 28. You know, mm. I think some of the earlier Marvel films are better CGI than this. You know, yeah, that, it, yeah. it really, honestly, I even think, I know it's been, a, it's an old film, but I think Iron Man looks better than this. Mm. I like, I, I, for some reason, I equal parts like and dislike the Bruce Campbell cameo. Mm. Um, I love the fact that Bruce Campbell's in it. I just don't like what they do with him. Yeah. I feel like he's Bruce Campbell. Show him some respect mm. instead of punching himself in the face. Mm. You know, when we stayed to um, the end, and there was that bit where it's, it's over. There was literally this woman in front because obviously I know who Bruce Campbell is, and yeah, we, Simone does, and and anybody who knows, you know, Sam Raimi knows Bruce Campbell. Mm. And this woman just was like, "What was that? It's got nothing to do with the MCU." <laughs> 
The fact that he didn't say groovy at the end really annoyed uh, me. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I feel like he missed the trick there. I'm happy though for Bruce Campbell to be the new Stan Lee and cameo in every Marvel film going mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be good. Um, that'd be great. Um, have you guys managed to conjure up anything you did like about this film? Um, I think I liked, which actually, this is going to be a bit of a shocking one for me because I don't really like him as an actor generally. But I actually think uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was good in this. Like I think he does okay. do a good job. Yeah, I think he he's good in it. He's he's a he's a, performs his role really well. And like the bits, him with America. Like I don't think America. So it's interesting because whilst you've been talking, a friend of mine who at some point probably will join us on the Phantom Zone has been blasting my uh, WhatsApp about how he loved this film, and he was saying about the character development, which I really just want to be like, it was really bad. The character development's really bad. But, but but Doctor Strange's character development was really good. And I think, you know, he had a proper arc about the, his love interest. I keep forgetting her name. Oh, my God. I just want to say Rachel McAdams. His love, uh, his love interest. Christine. like the, the Christine. Christine. Christ, why do I keep forgetting that? Um, the development with Christine, I think, was actually really good. And the broken watch to it being repaired and closing it off and, and closing that part of his life was good. And his performance is really good. I like when he's possessing the zombie as well. That's very Evil Dead, which is great. And I love the Evil Dead. Um, and I I think just, yeah, I think Bendit Cumberbatch is really good. The moments where we do get Sam Raimi's touches on it are enjoyable, but fleeting. And that kind of is negative to me but when they are there they're good so yeah that's me everything else i'm a bit like eh, like yeah yeah i get what you mean simone anything um uh, um okay i i liked um did i don't i don't no, this is really hard. It's not. I I enjoy, I enjoyed parts. I just picked acting to me because I had to think of something. <laughs> I was like, I, I, there was very little. I was like, you know what? No, At no, least no, they're no, acting. Was genuinely, good. there was... were there were parts that I was like, oh no, I enjoyed that, but it was like two a.m. in the morning, and now I'm like, I don't know what it was that I like. Um, it's all just been taken. What over did you say to me? The things that I didn't like. Which are what are at the forefront of my mind at the moment. Um, when we left. Uh, 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 this is good podcasting. Yeah. It's dead air. No, is, I, uh... it's, I'm not sure. As I said, like, I, I feel you... like for me, it is broadly bad. And I think it, you're settling on I'm, broadly I'm setting, bad. I, I really yeah. am. I'm, I am I'm on a steam train towards broadly bad and it's arrived at the destination. I'm here. Hmm. You've come up. Would, you, would, would you agree with what's been said about the performances? Um, yes, um, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Chris is holding your hand to a good thing. <laughs> Did you like the performances, Simone? Well, well no, because one, one performance we haven't um, touched on is that of the young woman who plays America Chavez. I feel like I've um, said it was bad. <laughs> Yeah. Did you? I apologize. I'm fairly certain I was like, it's not good. Um, it's not. I I would concur with that. Simone, would you agree? So we've got to a bad I, thing. I, this was supposed to be good. I, I think she she had some really clunky dialogue. Um, I think that mm. the, the, the issues with the script really showed 
with her because obviously she is a she's a young actress so she's not as experienced and there's there's some some big names titans of industry in this film um mm. like mm. benedict john luke Picard. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and like, obviously like benedict cumberbatch he is like a classically trained actor he mm. is i i don't think he's a bad actor in any means i know you don't no no him. i don't think, I think so either. i just sometimes good. think he's He's, I don't like he him can as, be stiff. Um, Sherlock, he can be stiff, why. but you know he's posh. That's yeah. not can't yeah. like, hold that against him. Um, no, no. I mean, I, he's very the, good. Those those two things are go hand in hand. The quintessential like stiff upper lip thing going on there. But um, mm. yeah, he's he's a really good actor. So it really shows in the scenes with her yeah, that's that true. she's 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 sixteen. She's she's really young, and I think she. She shows great promise, you know. I mean, like she's clearly incredibly talented, but mm. some of the delivery of her lines, like that, the opening, what the, uh, let's let's circle back to what we started on, when they're in the gap zone, and she's like, "You're killing me," and I'm like, "Why is yeah. this a line in the film? It's so obvious. You can see white stuff shooting out of her body. Like it's so obviously life Crazy. force." Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Come on, it's- <laughs> You're better than that. Sorry. You're better you than can, that. The, I, it is. That is what it is. You can see her spirit being pulled out uh, of her spirit body. Spirit being pulled That's out. Okay. What... Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to the children at home. Um, God, this is a child's podcast. Come I mean, on. I'm... We've already broken the rules because you swore I'm, earlier. I swore twice. We're now, a, we're now at 12. We're now at 12 A rating for this podcast. <laughs> Bleep me out. Bleep me out. It's fine. Just a little dude. You know, it's all good. Um, But yeah, like that's coming out her life force is coming out of her body and she's like you're killing me first of all someone was killing you you wouldn't say you're killing me why <laughs> is that a line why was that written who wrote that and was like yeah, oh, it, it, yeah. It, it is it's like it's like if someone was stabbing you and you go stop it you're killing me he's like yep that's, I, that's how it works what i could think of when that happened i honestly that i could tell from the first scene i wasn't gonna have a good time with this but the when that happened, I couldn't stop thinking about Zap Brannigan and Futurama. <laughs> Being yeah. like when the uh, Amazonian women in the mood, which is a great episode, where the the women's basketball team are like not very good at dunking, but great fundamentals. And like Zap Brannigan laughs, and he's like, "Oh my god, you're killing me!" And then this woman smashes him in the head. And he's like, "Oh god, you're killing me!" <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Um. But like, uh, yeah, I, I I feel like maybe the script wasn't good for her, I think. like No, yeah. I don't think it let her make enough of an impact as she's probably needed to do. Because she's going to be quite a, mm. an essential figure, I think, going forward in AMC. If someone who can control, to a degree, the multiverse and open up mm-hmm. the path through the multiverse... Mm-hmm. I feel like she needed to make more of an impact mm-hmm. at the gate, and I don't think. And it, yeah, I do agree. A lot of that's down to the script, which doesn't help anyone in this film. But I think it really underserves her, especially. Um, but we'll see. Maybe with a better script or a different film, she, it'll be a oh, bit better. Oh, another mm. thing in the script that really bugged me. I mean, I another thing that was bad. <laughs> okay, do you not let me not let me not. It was no, no, go, no, go, go, no, go, go, go. I'll take it back. No, go, go, go. Because no. I have a good thing to say afterwards. So you go bad. The door is open good. now, Simone. You need so to go for I, it. They said that, like, oh, be John Luke Picard. Go into the the rubble. <laughs> go to it. Make it so. Make it so. Oh God, it would have been so good if it was. Oh. <laughs> it would have been so good. Oh. oh, yeah. No, moving on. Um, when they say that what 
the Scarlet Witch is doing isn't Scarlet Witch. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Witch? No, it's not witchcraft. It's sorcery. Or is oh, it the other way around? Gone, no, it's the other way down. Sorry, Chris, this has been a but, rabbit hole. This but they morning. don't explain. They don't explain hole. what the difference is. And so I saw a few people around me be like, "Ah, eh? because." But no, like again, people don't. People it's because don't know what the defi- it's all under the the umbrella of magic. So we don't know what the uh, small I, differences are. Yeah, I know. But if you've watched. Again, this is again a problem with the MCU, I guess, as a broader paintbrush. I'm saying that because I'm looking at my models, I guess. But the, with the broader paintbrush, is that you need to watch something else to know this in that. And in WandaVision, with Agatha, uh, like, uh, uh, but with that, you learn that, like, witchcraftery is, like, another form of, like, magic, which is evil and frowned upon and stuff. So... I, I, I know what you're saying. Like I don't remember that being... Like... I'm fairly certain it is, because that's where we learn about the book as well, because Agatha's got the book. It was like and... all along. Uh, I'm sorry, like, WandaVision, that was one of the big things that let down WandaVision for me, because, like, I, it's the fan... Maybe it wasn't necessarily WandaVision. Oh, it was, it definitely was. The bit where she goes, like, you're the scholar witch and the fact they did that in this again i was like oh my god that's so on the nose but the the fact also is like a lot of people i know because i work in student accommodation on my uh you know when i'm not doing this uh <laughs> i do work in student accommodation and there were so many students who were like into the mcu and stuff and they were all weeks before going, oh, I think it's this person, I think it's that. And in my head, I was like, you've never read a comic in your entire life. And then when they said, oh, I knew it was going to be Agatha, I was like, no, you didn't. Like, come on. Agatha's not that big of a player in the MCU, like comic books. Come on now. Like, simmer down. But also, I just think their execution of Agatha and probably why this led on to you being confused, I don't think they defined that aspect of what the Scarlet Witch can do very well. And I think in WandaVision, they keep like retconning stuff with the Scarlet Witch or, you know, um, uh, I'm just going to call her Scarlet Witch or Elizabeth Olsen. But they keep retconning stuff with it to try and make it make sense for the MCU as it's developing. So when we first saw them in Age of Ultron, it's implied that they got the powers from the stone. Then in WandaVision, it's like, no, she was always had those powers. Is she maybe a mutant? Now in this, where she went, which you may not be aware of um but where she went and if you are you can tell me i'm you know i shouldn't assume but where we went for the tomb is like this demon they mention and in the comics that demon gives her her powers when she's a child so it's all very ill-defined i think and i think that's why you and other people in the the cinema were like what because it is ill-defined i find so again some better writing would have that was a long would have del- would have, talk you know. just to be like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, just, again, a massive issue with the script. Um, mm. Something I did like, though, this is what was going to be positive oh, okay. from your... your, your okay. Here we go. Here we go. Right, go, 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 go. <laughs> I think there was a bit which actually was really improving what they've done before, which I hated. So when we've seen her before go into people's brains and stuff, they always do their, like almost fast forwarding film like trick that they did of age of Ultron and one division where she's like nee, 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 behind people. And I really don't like that in this, where she just kind of appeared behind the guy with the ring mm. and whispered run and then disappeared. Very Sam Raimi, 
And also I was like, that is a better way of doing it than the weird fast forwarding film thing. I don't like that. So that was actually really good. When they did that, I thought, oh, we're going to start things improving here because that whole sequence where she attacks um, the temple, she gets trapped in the world of mirrors and she comes through the water and stuff. I actually think that was good. That's the bit of the film I was like, right, we're going to improve this is going to start being good mm. and then it was yeah do you know i agree i really really enjoyed the whole like yeah. her being trapped in like this her own like house of horrors yeah that was yes absolutely fantastic hats off to you sam raimi like that yeah. was great yeah i, I really genuinely great. was like that's going to get better now this is going to get you better. just reminded me of something I I, thank you thank you it's all right <laughs> i i enjoyed that too although when it came to the puddles but i was like why are there so many puddles <laughs> i was thinking that too i was, I was like this is there a, is this room prone to flooding i mean what is going on like you know maybe, maybe they just had yeah. some rain i don't know and and why have they got drapes around? Yeah. There's so much cloth I just w- lying around. I wanted to lean into Simone, but then it got to the weird ring bit. I wanted to be like, is nobody like cleaning up in here? Is nobody like doing any like? Has no one got a mop? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of cleaners water. on break. What? Yeah, cleaners yeah, dead yeah. outside. That's what's happened. Yeah. The cleaner was the guy who ran. That's what happened. But no, I I, I that's a I, I thought that as well with the water. One or two puddles, yeah. But like it was a good eight. Yeah. There was eight like puddles. I thought it would have been more yeah. the, the gongs, like or the mirror. Yeah, like, if there was a mirror instead of, instead yeah. of all the puddles, that <laughs> probably would have yeah. made more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, found um, we didn't like it a bit we liked <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> but just when we thought we could finally bring it bring it back but no um but um just just sorry just no. i just uh I, I i agree with you guys on that bit i do like the i did like the the sort of projection behind that guy yeah. telling him to run and then that whole sequence it kind of started off in a really good fit and then just sort of stumbles that's but that's kind of i guess the story of this film generally it has good ideas and it doesn't follow them through all the way and from the scripts and everything i think generally it's just a bit of a misfire for me mm. anyway i think i think we all kind of agree it's not the best mcu film mm. no it's definitely not that's fair to say yeah, yeah um yeah. i, don't I would just the like worst. To... that's what no i don't think it's no, the worst no, no, no. um no that's um, um what should we call it Eternals? The Eternals. Yeah, that's the worst one. Well, I was going to ask now, but before I, before I ask this question, I would just like to point out the difference between a sorcerer and, oh, uh, and a witch. So a witch is someone who learns magic through like school and basically doesn't... I'm, I'm basing this on my Dungeons & Dragons knowledge, <laughs> so apologies. Uh, I knew you'd be the man to know. I um, knew so, uh, so a sorcerer is like innately born with magical powers, but has to harness them through studies and, you know... Uh, a kind of master uh-huh. whereas a witch such as harry potter who goes to a school to learn witch card and wizardry yeah that makes sense yes so that's the difference wait a um, minute then that's so, that's another so, problem then so that so therefore i was going to say the problem that they keep changing the origins of how she gets her powers changes whether she's a witch or a or sorcerer. sorcerer wait wait so they call yes. her they say it's sorcery the scarlet witch they say it's so- no they say she's a witch oh she's a witch so it's not sorcery yeah. it's but she is a sorcerer then. If she's innately has like she's born with magical so powers, she'd be a sorceress. Because Scarlet Sorceress <laughs> is harder to say. <laughs> the Scarlet Sorceress. They did it. She's the Scarlet Sorceress. <laughs> 
Oh, that's. Oh, oh, oh dear. That's. So, so yeah, think, oh. think on that one for a bit. Just before we wrap up, obviously we mentioned that this isn't the worst film no. we think in the MCU. The Eternals is still a thing. Oh, yeah, and so where do we think this stands in terms of not just phase four, just which we've good. had four films now, mm. five, five, mm. Uh, and generally in the MCU as a whole. So obviously for phase four, you've had Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man, Find My Way Home, and now <laughs> Doctor Strange. And also the TV shows Madness. as well. Yes, and the TV shows. Obviously, you've had One Division, you've had Loki, uh, mm. Moon Knight, which I still haven't seen. I need to watch that. And Hawkeye. Um, Hawkeye. Yeah. So, where do we think this stands generally? Towards the top, towards the middle, bottom? How do we think? Uh, for me, it's it's towards the bottom. Um, even though I have, <laughs> even though I have um, a lot of issues with Spider Man, can't find my home, lost my home, have no home. I really enjoyed that. Like I was having a good time if I just sort of you can forgive and you can turn your brain off and you're like you know what let me just enjoy this for what it is and it was a really good time and I enjoyed the cameos in that um I yeah I had such a much better time in this I it was it was a head in the hands it really was my head was just in my hands just like why is this happening to me why am I here at two in the morning why am I doing this to myself it was not worth the lack of sleep um yeah i think it's it's really low down it's can we can we get that on a poster dr strange it's not worth the lack of sleep <laughs> it's um uk film reviews review of dr strange yeah it's, it's pretty much like the eternals and then and then this so would you would you say this is the second lowest of to phase be fair, four i haven't seen black widow um right I enjoyed Black Widow more than oh. I enjoyed this. Okay, I'll probably watch Black Widow. Yeah. I wasn't going to, but mm. I'll, I'll probably watch it now. Um, but then my expectations were reversed. Yeah. Does that make sense? So I didn't have a lot of... Oh, I didn't hype up Black Widow as much as I hyped this up. Mm. So maybe that's a contributing factor. But I definitely did enjoy Black Widow much more than mm. this, mm. in my opinion. Uh, Ian, thoughts? Yeah, phase I mean, four? I definitely... For phase four, weirdly, the highest thing I have ranked in phase four is written by the same person as this so my favorite thing is loki in phase four i think that so far has been the best thing they've done um you know i haven't finished moon knight yet uh but i don't think it's going to take the top spot of it it's fun but it's not it, there's some bits of it that it's based on a like a really good run of moon knight and i don't think it's done it as well um yeah. but it's fun and oscar isaac's good in it so that's good um yeah i mean in phase four I think Hawkeye is probably pretty low just because not that it's bad or anything. It's just like, you know, it's very run of the mill. I don't know how, I don't, I feel bad saying this, but this might be, remind me in phase four, Eternals is phase four, Eternals. right? Eternals, Shang-Chi. Yeah. Okay. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals. Spider-Man. Yeah, I think in Eternals is definitely worse. And then probably this, unfortunately. Like I want to be, I want to be forgiving of it. Or at least I want to be like, oh no, I really liked this bit. But I think the gap between Eternals and this is big. Oh, I don't think it's like, yeah, I don't think it's right next yeah, to each yeah, other. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a big right. gap between them. Um, overall, like in the MCU, um, I mean, obviously it's it's a big question because I need to rethink all of them. I'd say this is probably to the lower to mid range of it. Like, um, I think it's probably better than the first Doctor Strange film. I'm not sure maybe like i think the first doctor strange film is probably tighter than this in terms of its story 
uh, and character development. But yeah, I'd have to rethink. But I would say mid to low on the on the whole MCU. The weird thing though is though with the MCU is that like right now online this is about right, uh, like sitting at about seventy six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, um, and mixed at some other places. But that to me is insane. Like that genuinely, I'm like that's mental because this is like people are saying this is almost close to how good we thought the Batman was, and the gulf between this and the Batman is insane. Yeah. Like the Batman is yeah phenomenal. This is not great, and I think people go in with the almost MCU film over their eyes that yeah. oh I'll rate this a seven out of ten or an eight out of ten. But I'm sorry, if you're rating this an 8 out of 10, you are putting that on par with some of the best films that have ever been made. And uh, the MCU is in its own sort of weird bubble of filmmaking because it isn't exactly like The Godfather, is it? You know, or something like that. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, yeah, there's massive dialogue problems, but it's okay because it's an MCU film. We've seen that a superhero film can be really good you know, even with Marvel properties, you know, look at Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, like, you know, we, we've we seen that they can be really, or even into the Spider-Verse, they can be really well written and really well made. So I'm not going to be like, oh, it's good for an MCU film. It is overall just not that good of a film. Fair enough. Did you say you think this is better than the first Doctor Strange? I'm trying to decide... Like I think it probably is, or maybe they're similar. Gonna, interesting. I can't remember I, the first Doctor Strange film really. I... He meets Dormammu, which I think actually like. I remember he loses I his body re- at some point. But like, yeah, no, the uh, uh, Taylor Swinton does that to him. He like she smacks him and he goes into like the other universes and stuff. But mm. no, I think why, and I think they kind of touch upon that because we haven't even discussed the post-credit scene. Did you know who that was, Chris? Uh, yes. Yeah. Did you know who that was, Simone? Who? Where? At the post Charlie's Theron's character. Charlie's Theron's. No, no, I didn't know who that was. Ah, boo. All right, I'll leave (laughs) now. (laughs) (laughs) And you're you're on a nerd podcast. No, I'm joking. So that's clear who is a character in the comic books who's interdimensional travel and stuff like that. My my comic book knowledge is very niche. (laughs) Very niche. I believe she's a counterpart, like a pretty prominent counterpart to Doctor Strange yeah. slash love interest yeah. ally slash sometimes enemy slash sometimes n- neither yeah you know she yeah but I was excited yeah. as soon as I saw Shari I, cool. I love I love Shari did you notice where they cut the universe into where that was going to I I'll be honest I was too distracted by Shari's <laughs> it was uh <laughs> It's an honest Fair man. Enough. He's an honest man. That's an honest man. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was I'm, as well. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yes! Hand, I was like, oh, the universe behind her. <laughs> um, that's Dormammu's realm from the first. Dormammu. Yes, because isn't she related to Dormammu? In a way, in yes, because I think I'm not 100% certain in the comic books this is canon, but in the mcu the person voicing dawn mamu was benedict cumberbatch and he did some of the cgi for it as well and i think what they're trying to set up is if you keep going down the path of getting more power and becoming evil well not evil necessarily this is what you'll end up like you'll be like dawn mm. mamu which i think is pretty cool i also like in the first film with dawn mamu when he doesn't beat him by using like super strength he just becomes really annoying 
Like yes. that's what I like. He just kept repeating the same thing until Dornamu was like, "Oh my god, can you just go? Can you get out of my house? Can you just leave?" Like I liked that. I liked that it wasn't to do with super strength or I'm the greatest magician. He was just really irritating. Um, so yeah, I don't mind the first Doctor Strange, and I also liked the reference back to it at the end of this film. I thought it was quite good. Hmm. Um, Simone, where does this sit in the MCU as a whole for you? Towards the bottom, I guess. If it's towards the bottom of the phase four. Um... So, I mean, what what would be right at the bottom of the MCU for me? Maybe I mean, Eternals, Eternals Thor, 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 the Dark, the Dark World. World. Yeah, um, this is better than that, without a doubt. Incredible Hulk. Which which yeah, one? Technically, in which one? The, 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 the oh, Edward yeah, Norton there's, one. There's the Hulk. You're thinking the of Hulk. Salt. Hulk. You're thinking of Salt, Salt. 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 back in the day. Um, I I really like Edward Norton. Um. I really like Edward Norton. I, I just don't he's like a bit that of a film. Weird guy, is he? Okay. He's a good act. He's a good actor. He's a good actor, but he's a really weird dude. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should talk about this on air. <laughs> we might be character defamation. You're gonna get sued. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, I think it, it's 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 probably to the lower end. Um, I would actually mm. love to rewatch all of them and rank them. Um, so that I can have like my definitive list, but maybe that could be a maybe that's a future um, episode. Yeah, yeah. my gut is telling me that I'm probably never going to watch this film again, and that's incredibly (laughs) telling. Wow, Um, like I'm not going to watch it again. It's the same way that like you are full of poster quotes. (laughs) I love that our two like you've asked us where we'd rank it, and mine was like, this is not a good film. (laughs) Like, like I'm not going to defend it for an MCU. And you've gone, I'm never watching it again. No, but, but I'm just being realistic. Actually, no. It, maybe if it was a drinking game, I would I would watch it. But I'm not, I'm not going to... Great, so it's on par with The Room. I'm not, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, I've got some free time on a Saturday evening. Let's watch Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I, that's never going to be words that leave my mouth. Ever. Um, definitive there it's yeah it's, it's pretty low down like I'm, i i have no reason to watch thor the dark world like do you do you want to rewatch thor the dark world i mean i have oh, rewatched God. thor the dark world but that but that was part of that was part of a whole mcu oh, okay okay yeah I, i've never gone you know what i fancy <laughs> today <laughs> i was like re- just rethinking who you were. i fancy what's possibly the second worst film in the mcu <laughs> i was like chris i don't know who you are like what <laughs> Um, I, I'm, I'm one of those that if I, if I'm gonna watch all of them, I'll watch all of them. Fair. So like, I had to rewatch all the Batman recently for an article. So I had to rewatch Batman and Robin and Batman oh, Forever. And you know, I have like soft spots. T- yeah, I do too. We, yeah. yeah, and we've gone into this at length before, and I'm, hopefully we'll go into it at length again. But I don't like those <laughs> films. But I'm one of those that go, no, I'm watching mm. all of them. I need to. Take the good with the bad. So I will rewatch. I will rewatch this at some point. In but in the context of the wider thing, probably when we're on film fifty-seven <laughs> of the MCU, and you know we're going. Do you remember when uh, Tony Stark was? Do you remember when John act- Luke Picard came in? <laughs> oh, that was so good. Oh. Do you remember when he did the Illuminati and changed the face of cinema, cinema forever? <laughs> we were wrong oh man i i will say though just to keep my smugness up i'm very vindicated from our phantom zone podcast last time which go listen to where i said i'm more excited for four 
I think I'm I, I am now. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you are now. <laughs> oh yeah, but I was before. But I feel like we were we we were, we were sold a dream with the trailer. You know, we were lied to. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. But we were we were sold a dream with the trailer, and the film that we, <laughs> we the film that we all went to see was not the film that we were promised. So Agreed. you know, it's yeah, but I it's like Brexit. Yeah, you know, it's just a lie. So um, <laughs> I don't. Way to get political. <laughs> and 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 there's our final poster quote. <laughs> Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. It's like Brexit. <laughs> well, I think on that note, yeah. I think there's not a better note to end on. So um before we go, I'm gonna hand over to Ian to talk about the upcoming mm-hmm. episode of the Phantoms that we have coming up, which is uh Doctor Strange uh, adjacent. Yeah. Um yeah, Ian? I, yeah, I wouldn't even say adjacent, I would say it is, but just not this one. I missold it again to somebody. <laughs> you did. Um, so we're going to be reading for the next episode of the Phantom Zone podcast brought to you by UK Film Review Podcast. Uh, Doctor Strange The Oath, which is written by Brian K. Vaughan, who is an amazing writer who we've also had the privilege to have met in person or on screen, like Simone. And um, he's awesome. He wrote Saga, which is his ongoing series, and he is just fantastic. So we are reading The Oath, which has nothing to do with Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, other than Doctor Strange and a few other of his friends will be along for the ride in uh, the comic. So I'm sorry for misselling that to Simone, (laughs) who was like, well, I'm going to last night, literally before we went to bed, she was like, it's all right. I've got the comic book of it to read and I'll enjoy the multiverse in there. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? There's no multiverse in this. She was like, oh, what? So yeah, this is going to be great, guys. (laughs) Come on. I I guess it's kind of a positive because I think giving our general feedback on this film to have a film that you categorically don't like and quote would never watch again and it's like to then have to, and it's like brexit to then have to go okay now we're gonna read and digest it in book form so yes and and then we're gonna watch the music yeah. <laughs> so join us on the uh, on uk film review presents the phantom zone which will be on spotify Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts now as well. So you can get it everywhere you listen to. And I believe that's coming out either next week or the week after. It's very soon. So keep an eye. We'll post about it. It'll be rammed down your throat. So I'm sure you'll see it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, thanks, Ian. Um, and thank you both for joining me. Uh, it's been yeah, fun. Yeah, thank uh, you. Well, sadly, it wasn't the most positive discussion, <laughs> but I feel like we covered a lot of bases. So. Um, Way of hopefully... the water, man. We're coming up for that. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Please. please Please tune in next for our Way of the Water trailer review, (laughs) where we completely prejudge a film based on a a minute and a half. (laughs) But we'll do the same with Top Gun Maverick, so don't worry about it. Which is great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, Yeah, thank you both. I hope you you had a good time discussing this film. We did. No problem. And thank you to all of you for listening. Please don't forget to uh, like and subscribe uh, both to the Phantom Zone podcast on Twitter and Instagram and also to the UK Film Review podcast. And we will see you again next time. Thanks very much. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.